16.34, what a winning hand. Now, y'all be careful, men, trying to size a woman up with that. <laughs> and in this series, I'm going to talk about giving. 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 I need, I need one volunteer. I need one volunteer. Can I get just one volunteer? I like a volunteer. No, not you, Pastor Ken. No, not you. I need some, I know I need I need um, I need somebody that's a little more um, who's that? You just the one I need. See, see, come on, come on. See, see Pastor King knows knows too much. Come on up here, baby. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm great. You great? I'm great. Yeah, good, good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Now, don't look at my iPad. Oh, okay. You're looking good. Thanks. I want you to rate some categories for me, okay? You willing to do it? I want you to rate it from the undesirable. This is the most undesirable thing I would want to do to the most desirable I want to do. Listen very carefully. Are you listening? Okay, three categories. I want you to rate it as the most undesirable and the most desirable. Here's the three categories. Giving your money, giving your time, and giving your talent. Giving your money, giving your time, giving your talent. Which would be the most undesirable thing you would want to do? Giving your money, right? Y'all got that? Amen. Second thing. My time. Your time. Uh-huh. And the most desirable thing would be what? My talent. Your talent. Now, have I talked to you before now? Have I talked to you lately? No. All right, now I want you to look at my iPad now. See how I rated what I just asked you? Mm -hmm. What was the first one? Money. What was the second? Time. What was the third? Time. Thank you so much. Amen. See, Pastor King would have gave me the, the holy thing. Now, because people give you the holy thing to do, don't mean they do it. People give you the right answers, but do the wrong thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, not just you. <laughs> not just you, but, uh, but, but thank you, Mercedes, because uh, in talking about giving, in talking about giving, and when you're talking about especially giving to the church, this is something that is a struggle, continuous struggle uh, for the church. And it's a continuous struggle because of a lot of reasons. But people have a difficult time giving up their money. And when it comes to the church, um, God operates his church by your giving. 
but I don't want to leave you with just giving of your money, but giving of your time and giving of your talent. We often think that it's all about giving your money, but your time and your talent is needed equally. Hello, somebody. Now, if you notice, if you notice, I, I listen to the radio station quite a lot and listen to all kind of radio stations. And uh, about now, you hear the radio stations asking for you to pledge. A lot of nonprofits would do this, but uh, this particular radio station does a pledge four times a year. And they ask for people to donate. And they do all sorts of things to help you to donate to them. Now, nonprofits will ask you for your money. And they will ask you to donate. And of course, every nonprofit has a mission and a vision. Don't they? They have a mission and this is what we're here to do and this is what we, we see that we're going to try to do and get there. And they will express that. They will show you that. They will do everything they can to help you understand the importance of you giving to their mission. I listened to one radio station. They were on for two hours and they end up collecting That would pay probably everything we need for the whole year here at New Morning Life. But here at New Morning Light is also a nonprofit, 501c3 religious, registered with the government, but first called by God. First called by God. Well, bear with me for a minute because the New Testament church, such as New Morning Light, uh, even though we're 501c3, uh, we take it a little serious, a little further. And the reason why we take it a little serious and a little further because the Church of God, uh, such as New Morning Light Baptist Church, is called by God. Amen. I'm going to say that again. New Morning Light Baptist Church, one of many churches, is called by God. Right. Jesus told Peter, when Jesus asked of them, who do you say I am? And and just a bit of understanding about that, you got to understand history. We don't like to read a lot of history, but we got to read history because Jesus was doing this somewhere around the port of Corinth, and they had about at least 10 temples of different goddesses. One of the goddess temples there was Diana. Of course, what they did at that temple was all kind of strange love making because they thought the goddess, you know, liked that. Now, uh, his disciples and a group of other people was in the midst of them, and they saw Jesus. Some of the people saw Jesus. And they were looking at Jesus like, well, who, who are you? Who are you representing? You, you got all these people around you. Where's your temple? Watch me now. And so as they were gathering around the disciples, Jesus asked them. This is why Jesus asked them. He says, who do they say I am? Who do they say I am? Because Jesus wanted to know, I'm, you around all these people. A lot of folk here in New Morning Light, you go outside in the world and folk ask you, 
What church you go to? Who do you say I am? Well, some of them say, well, they say you're a prophet. Some of them say that you're Elijah. See, that lets you know you be listening to a whole lot of stuff. You be hearing a whole lot of things. And, and then Jesus was good at this because he said, no, okay, well, let me change my subject a little bit. Who do you say I am? Now, we know what they say. I hear what they say. And I know some of y'all believe what they say. But who do you say I am? Well, you can tell by the scriptures that, you know, they were kind of muffled about that. But Peter, whose name is Little Rock, Peter said that you are the son of God. All right? And Jesus said, wait a minute now. Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. You, you didn't get that from the audience out here. You didn't get that from the crowd out here. You didn't get that from your hometown. You got that from my father who gave it to you. Now, since my father had revealed to you who I am upon that statement, on that statement, I'll build my church. And what statement is that? That you are the son of God. And he said, upon that statement, I'll build my church. We are called out by God. We are built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of nonprofit organizations, but they are not built upon what? Jesus Christ. They built upon their own insight, their own statement, their own understanding of what they ought to be. But New Morning Light, amongst many of churches, we are built upon the, the name of Jesus Christ and upon what he has established. So the Almighty God has built us upon who he is, his way, his truth, and his life. And that's what we are about. Now, now, now don't tell them don't go to sleep yet. Uh, somebody told me the other day, they said, Pastor Hall, I took a picture of you going to sleep in church. I said, sure did. <laughs> I said, but did I wake up? <laughs> it ain't a problem going to sleep, but are you going to wake up? Uh-huh. All right, hallelujah, y'all. Somebody look at him and say, he sleeps sometimes. <laughs> the, difference, the difference between a charitable uh, uh, organization and, and the church, such as New Morning Light, uh, we do not, um, we, we, we don't do things the same way. Well. Now, listen to me. I'm not knocking charitable organizations. All right. I'm not knocking charitable organizations. I think many of them are good. Uh-huh. But I don't want you to misunderstand New Morning Light Baptist Church. A lot of charitable organization has visions, missions that are, 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 are are very good, and I encourage you uh, as much as you can uh, to support them now, but uh, as long as you agree with them, uh, you ought to support them. But now, the difference now in, 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 in New Morning Light, and I say New Morning Light, but I'm also talking about every church is built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. All right. The difference between charitable organization and the church, New Morning Light Baptist Church, uh, is that this, our vision and our mission is already stated by God. Now, they come up with theirs however they see it. Uh-huh. 
You know, we, we want, we want, this organization is to save the dogs. I have, I, I, I just cringe every time I hear so much emphasis on saving animals and yet we destroy human beings. We have seemed like very little respect for human beings, but a lot of respect for monkeys and cows and dogs and cats and birds and whole nine years. Now, don't get me wrong again. I mean, I, I'm not against animal lovers, but when you put it, when you put it above the image of God, Amen. human beings, I, I, I got a problem with but, but But nevertheless, if that charitable organization does that, and that's fine, you agree with it, that's okay. But the church, New Morning Light Baptist Church, we are built upon the vision and the mission of Jesus Christ and what he has given us, okay? And so, and so, and so uh, 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 we base this on the collection of books. Do you guys know what the collection of books is? I wasn't sure you did, but that's what the word Bible means. The word Bible means collections of books. And we built that upon the collection of books of that we have received, passed down through generation of the Judeo-ism of their religion, which goes back to the one God. The Lord our God is one. Remember, I told you that when Jesus asked them, who do they say I am? They had all these temples to represent different gods. But God said, I am one. One. So the books that we study, the books that we look at, the books that we uh, try to pattern ourselves after is the Holy Bible that speaks of Yahweh, God. The one God. And as stated in, in Ephesians 3 and 10, Paul says this. God has chosen the church to make known his manifold wisdom. The church is the tool, the instrument. The church is a tool. It's an instrument. It's a vessel for carrying out God's agenda. That's what we're here for. We're here to carry out God's agenda. This was not created by any man. It was created by God. I didn't come up with the vision statement and the mission statement. God already had it. Versus denominations. I mean, not denominations, but charitable organizations. They come up with their own vision statement. And, and, and if they get in trouble, they'll change it. So they can stay out of trouble. But see, you can't, you can't change what God already established. Are you listening to me? And so New Morning Light is built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ and what he has established in his word. None like the charitable organizations. And I hear again, I don't knock them. You just need to know if they really what God wants you to do. Okay, okay, okay. What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference in, 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 in that uh, uh, the New Testament church 
it, it's, it, it, it has, as I said before, God's agenda, how God wants things to do. Uh, and because it has God's agenda, guess what you can do? You can check the church agenda according to God's word. You can check New Morning Light and what it does according to God's word. And because Robert Hodo did not print God's word, Robert Hodo did not write God's word, Robert Hodo did not make God's word, then Robert Hodo, as well as anybody else, is substitute to the word of God that's already been printed before the foundation. I can't go in and change the Bible for my But when you go to other organizations not built upon Jesus Christ, they can change, they can remake, and they can, they can blot out and uh, all that other stuff. I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying the difference. Yes. Look at your neighbor and say, there is a difference. And why God does this is to make sure that we follow his agenda. <laughs> to make sure we follow his agenda. Now, uh, it's, 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 it's already plain, and I don't want to keep dwelling on it, that uh, charitable organizations can do what they want to do. All right. They can change. You can give for a cause this week. You can give your money, and then next week they decide they didn't change it. And they give you a notice. But what's good is a notice after I done gave you? The New Testament church struggles a lot with the world and the organizations that are in the world. The New Testament church a lot of times get a negative image by the world. And I'm sadly to say this, a lot of times we as believers as a part of the New Testament church becomes a part of that and encourage that and agree with that. <clears throat> but I want you to understand something. When we are built upon God's principles, God will not lie. What he established he will also make it come true. Can I get a witness? All right, all right, all right. I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to be long because I just want to kind of open up the door for this series. Uh, what's the name of this series? Somebody said 34. 22, 16, 38. What a winning hand. Now, 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 in case y'all, in case y'all, uh, uh, in case y'all, it, it has a little bit, she's a brick house. Yeah, yeah, it has a little bit of brick house in there. Oh, she's a brick house. But, 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 I, I want to warn you, don't put that figure on a woman. Don't put that figure on a woman. Amen. Oh, Amen. They got excited when they found out it was brick house, wasn't it? Uh -huh. <laughs> but it ain't the same. Yeah, but it ain't the same. No, I, 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 let me say it again. 22, 16, 38. 
All righty. All righty. You said I change it? Well, I thought that's what I said, but let me make sure I say it right again. 22, 16, 38. Oh, what a winning hand. No, don't put O in there because it sounds like a song. I said winning hand. I know I said that. Okay, say it again. What is the title? Praise the Lord. Don't put O in there. <laughs> the New Testament church, when it comes down to giving, and as I challenged uh, uh, Mercedes in, 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 you know, being a pastor and, and, and understand how people are, when, especially when it comes to the church, the New Testament church, and I want to say both of them, New Testament church, which is New Morning Light Baptist Church, because we are a New Testament church. Amen. Uh, we get a lot of, we, we are scrutinized when it comes to giving. When you talk to a lot of people, one of the first thing they say, well, only thing they want to ask for is money. And yeah, we do. We, we, we ask for money. We ask you to give. Now, what's different between us and the government, they take your money. In fact, in fact, in fact, uh, uh, on my income tax return, um, I noticed I was shy of some money. And so the first thing I did, I called my CPA. I said, uh, did, did something go wrong in, in, in my in, in my in my income tax form, something. Looked at, no. I said, well, I got short. And uh, um, looked at it, and he said, well, I'll I tell you what I do. I, 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 I foul again. And of course, I go, okay, that's, that's good. So foul again, and guess what I, I get with that? I get a bill. <laughs> now, I done already paid for this, but since it's been questioned about this and looked at it, he said, well, I, I need to file, make sure they understand what this is. And I don't know why he charged me again since I paid it the first time. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't cheat on my income tax. Y'all got quiet. So once I checked with the state, they said, yeah, we took that money. Because we ain't giving it to you this year. And I said, it's a mighty fine time to tell me. <laughs> See, the government take your money. But what God asks is for you to what? Give. Well, let me keep going. The New Testament church gets scrutinized about its giving money, giving your time, and giving your talent to the church. Well. They often look at it, the New Testament church, and, and because they are not knowledgeable of, 
of how the New Testament church and what it's built upon, the foundation that it's built upon, they scrutinize us. And unfortunately, some of us agree with how they scrutinize us. Well, the church represents God. And I don't care how you turn it, the church represents God. Now, if we're going to make an issue about the people he used, then we all fall short. But the church represents God, which means God does ministries through the church. And ministry simply means serving. Means serving. Means serving. See, an usher on the door, that's a ministry because what? They serve. The Bible says, I'd rather be a, a doorkeeper in the house of God. <laughs> yeah, because it's about anywhere that I can serve for God in the house of God will be fine with me. Amen. Can I get amen? amen. Since we are, uh, are built upon Jesus Christ and we do ministries because of Christ, this is what we do. This is, is our agenda. Now, now, one thing one thing, one thing sure, uh, the, the, the founder of the New Testament church, which is Jesus Christ, uh, 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 cannot be corrupted. The leader, the head man in charge of the New Testament church cannot be corrupted. Now, if you notice a lot of the, the, the uh, now, now don't get me wrong because I'm going to explain that in a minute. Uh, you notice a lot of other organizations that after a while you find out that as innocent as they look and as nice as they act, they have embezzled so much amount of money and then the next day you know it's no more. But now Jesus Christ cannot be corrupted. Uh, yes, I understand. I understand. Um, uh, 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 you, you, you look at the people that Christ used. But you got to remember, you got to look at the head. The head. You see, I can lose a finger and I'm all right. I can lose some legs and I'm all right. But if I lose the my whole body, Jesus cannot die. Which is the head of the church. Yes, uh, Jesus can never be selfish. Uh-huh. Look at your neighbor. Say he ain't talking about you. <laughs> Jesus would never be one-sided. Look at your neighbor. Say he ain't talking about you. <laughs> Jesus would never mistreat you. Look at your neighbor. Say that might be you. <laughs> Jesus would never bamboozle you. Don't look at no neighbor at all with that. And the reason why I say this is because Jesus Christ used people in his church. He uses people and there is no one here or will ever be that is born into this world that doesn't have sin 
in them in some kind of way because you were born in a sinful world. You came in sinful. Man, God uses us, and I thank God for using us in his church. And we, we, we are scrutinized. We are scrutinized, but, but, but I want to take it a little step further because uh, the ministries that God established in his church and he used people, you can scrutinize people. You can scrutinize people by what they do. But I just want you to remember when you do that, what about you? What areas in your life is not quite right? Uh, and that was something I was, you know, I tell folk all the time when it came to the church. I wouldn't ask the church to do nothing that my family is not doing. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my, my wife, uh, uh, my, my late wife, uh, you know, she wasn't a big, big, big activist on coming to Sunday school. Amen. She, and, and, and me, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Sunday school Bible study. Uh, when the doors open, when the doors close. I mean, that's, I believe in coming to church as a family. Now, uh, part of that has to do with my upbringing. Uh, uh, our family only had one car. We weren't fortunate to have five cars. All the kids got a car. Daddy got, grandmama got a car. Even though she can't see, grandpa. <laughs> grandpa don't have one. He got a car. He got a truck that he won't get rid of. Everybody got a car. No, we had one car. And, and when daddy took off, Everybody, everybody got in the station wagon. You don't see station wagon no more, do you? It was so many of us, he had, to, he had the front seat, the back seat, and he had to raise up the seat in the back to put all of us in the car. But we went to church all together. And that's just kind of how I am. I mean, I think all, every whole family ought to come to church. But my wife was no, she wasn't coming to no Sunday school. And she wasn't going to come to morning service on time either. Y'all know I ain't lying. And when she got here, she got here. And the way that I knew that she was here, it will be a song y'all sing, and I hear her trying to help you. I said, well, yeah, she's over there. And so I couldn't ask you to do something that my family was not doing. That's right. Paul writes to, to, the, to, to Timothy and, and he tells him to tell the, the deacons, the bishops, and the elders, make sure your house is straight. That's it, right? If your house ain't straight, don't come in God's house and try to do nothing. Your house got to be straight first. So I couldn't, you know, talk to a lot of y'all about not coming to church on time, not coming to Bible study Sunday school. I couldn't do that. My hand was tied for my wife. All right. But now that she gone. Right. Now that she gone. Who God loves, and I'm not calling myself God, but I'm understanding that who God loves, he also what? No. Can I get a witness? Mm-hmm. Now, let me keep going. Let me let, 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 let me keep going because I don't want to be long. We gotta, we gotta, we got some other stuff to do. Uh, 
God does the correction in his church, but he used people. And people have a tendency to be sinful. But that doesn't stop the church. That doesn't stop God from doing what he does. Because God is a God of righteousness. He's a God of justice. But he's also a God of mercy. And therefore, there is no reason for anyone uh, to not to give up their time, their talent, and their money to the church because God is in control. Amen. Now, a person in the world will have trouble with that, and the reason why they would have trouble with that because their faith is not in the head of this church. Well, now, everybody got faith. Amen. The world and believers. But what is the object of your faith? And unfortunately, we have a lot of believers that even though they have faith, God is not the object of their faith. You see, Peter, object of his faith, when he got out the boat in the midst of the water, his object was Jesus. And he got out the boat. He stepped on the water. Because his object was Jesus. But when he looked down at himself, <laughs> when he looked at himself, he put his faith in himself and he what? Because he lost the object of his faith. In other words, we can do impossible things as long as we keep the object of our faith in Christ Jesus. I can do all things. And we have a tendency as sinful people, when we get to doing something great, we look at ourselves and start saying, me. I. And start using our own thinking ability. Well, I just don't understand that. Giving up your time and your talent and your finances to the church is what God asked of us to do. And yes, we are under scrutiny by unbelievers and some believers who say they are. But we got to remember who runs the church. And he's already set up the agenda in order for us to run the church. He, he we run the church by our finances, by our time, by our talent, so he can use us however he wants to use us. Amen? Amen. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to be talking about giving. I'm going to be talking about giving with this message. And when I look at the, the Word of God, I see a lot of things we need to learn from. And I'll be taking a look at the Word of God as I express to you about your giving. Because we kind of do this once a year. We normally do it in October and since I was dealing with communion and went a little bit over, I wasn't able to get to our, our regular schedule, giving, preaching series on your giving. And I got to thinking about it as I was listening to the radio, I ought to do it four times a year. Everybody else do it. Four times about your, 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 your giving. And, 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 and I want to use, though, the same method that Jesus used. 
See, I'm just not free to just do it how I want to do it, but I, I'm, I'm going to use the same method that Jesus used. And, 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 and Jesus used in his teachings, he used in his teaching the people, he used parables. He used parables. Mark, the fourth chapter, 33 and 34. Don't worry, I'm not going to preach on this. I'm just helping you understand how I'm going to be teaching you. Okay. Mark 4, 33. With many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them. As much as... What? That they could understand. Verse 34. He did not say anything to them, what? But what? <laughs> Y'all gonna love this. Watch this. Jesus Use parables to talk to his disciples. When he got them by themselves, he explained. Now, do you know why he did that? Because he knew while he was out there in the public streets, there were people listening to him, listening to every word he was saying. And they wanted to use everything that Jesus was saying against him. They were willing to turn it any kind of way they want to turn. So he said, I must still tell everybody because it's the gospel. Uh -huh. Giving is the gospel. It's good news. Whether That's what gospel means, good news. Giving is good news. But he said, I don't want these folks keep tampering with what I'm saying. So when I get you guys by myself, now I'm going to break it down. Now, now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. See, 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 some of y'all do uh, the New Testament church, New Morning Life, a disservice when you go out talking about our giving. Especially when you're talking to unbelievers. I'd much rather for you to tell them in parables. So they wouldn't understand what you're talking about. We got a lot of folk in the church that has a difficult time with giving their money, their time, and their talent. And they would tell you the reason why you shouldn't do it in the church. We got leadership that don't like to give. So what they going to tell you about giving? They ain't going to say a blessed thing. But what they will tell you, well, I, I, well what they doing with the money? Yeah. Haven't you noticed folk who don't give always want to know what you're doing with the money? 
I can pick them up quick. I, 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 I can pick them up quick. I don't, I don't have to look at how you give. I listen to what you say. Yeah. Oh, well, what they, what, what they doing with the money? I, I, I don't see well, how much did that cost? You know what's the good thing about New Morning Life? We have financial conference. We have open books. And if you want to know, just ask. Well, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up in a minute because this is just, just, this is just introduction. This is just introduction. What's the name of the series? I told y'all, no old. Winning hand. <laughs> watch, watch this, watch this. Giving is not a good topic for most people. But the church agenda requires it because God requires it to run his church. And the reason, watch this, the reason a lot of churches, the reason New Morning Light is kind of stuck in the way it is, is because we got a lot of comers but no givers. We got a lot who comes and give their advice but don't give nothing to help. We got a lot to come and can tell you what's wrong, but very little to tell you how to fix it. And watch this. This is something that, this is really ironic for me. How can you be a person of faith and not give? How can you holler about faith and not give? And you know, you know the biggest tester of your faith and giving is your money because you don't want to give up your money. You'll give your talent. You'll give your time. But your money is the number one thing you're not going to give. And you say that you are saved, baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost, fire baptized with the Holy Ghost. Redeemed by the Lord. And you're not tithing. How can you spend all your money on your house and then can't even give the church? It's tithe. Is it because you didn't spend all your money on your house? And God says, how dare you? No, no, don't trust me when I say it. God says, how dare you fix up your house and my house look like a shack? My house can't do ministry because you're on vacation. Why is it always an exception for why you can't give, but yet you still believe? See, giving is not about you seeing. It's about you doing what God asks you to do, and God says, then I will supply all your One of the greatest things we did wrong, I've been waiting to say it, when we asked to remodel this church, instead of you giving, 
like you should have. You mumbled and grumbled and say what you wasn't going to give. Instead of give gladly. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch it now. Because this is why people leave church. Because of God's agenda. Watch this. You pledged a thousand dollars. To remodel this church, which badly needed it. Don't you dare not pay it back. And one of the main reasons I said that because giving by faith means this. No evidence. You gave your money because we already had some. That was evidence. That wasn't no faith. Because if you don't pay it back, what's going to happen to you? I know what's going to happen to you. I know what God's going to do, but what's going to happen to you? No, you gave because you was able to see and know that it's going to be done, but not by faith. But I'm telling you, pay back what you vow. Don't let Satan get to you and say, hey, you know what? They already got it done. So what? And then I'm going to say it. Shame on you guys that were talking against it. I'm going to say it. Shame on you that wasn't talk, was talking against it. We walk by faith and not by sight. New morning light got to stop being kids and grow up spiritually. When God sets a decree, then either you believe or you don't. But don't talk against it. Don't hinder people who wants to do because you don't want to do. I'm still talking about gifts. And let me close on this. Let me explain to you what 22, 16, 38 means. You, Jesus used 38 parables. And 16 out of the 38 parables he talked about giving. And the other 22 parables, he was speaking of other things. Now, if you divide 38 by 2, what do you get? Divide 38 by 2, 19. So, watch this. 
16 is how, how much short than 19? He was three parables away from talk, half of his parable about giving. Now, if Jesus thought that was important, if Jesus thought that was important, why do you think we ought to think of it any less? In your giving. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to teach it and help you understand we need to give. You know why? Because we got ministries to do. We got ministries to do, folks. We got, we, we got things here that needs people that knows more than me. We got places to go to do missions. I can go on and on and on and on. And I'm going to roll them out to you. I'm going to roll them out to you. I'm going to roll them out to you. But one thing I don't want you to do, I don't want you to talk against what I'm doing. Amen. Don't do that. Because you can check me in the word of God. Check me in the word of God. Check me in the word of God. And, uh, you know, I'm going I'm, I'm to say this to... Uh, to leadership. <laughs> so if I said to leadership, then the rest of y'all just listening in, aren't you? I'm not a money-hungry person. But if you think what you paying me is enough for what I do, You a sick Christian. Not only are you a sick Christian, you're a Christian refuse to study to show yourself approved, a workman under God that leads not the least shame, rightly dividing the word of truth. Come on, come on. If you think, if you think you're paying me enough, you're sick. The word of God wouldn't even support that. So, I'm letting you know we're going to be talking about giving. So, wings of faith is that way, and word of life is that way. See, people don't like when I say that. Let me tell you why I say that. If, if you don't like what, what I'm doing, for you to go someplace else. Because I don't want you here mumbling and grumbling. Encouraging other folk. I don't need that here. If I have just two people here that's positive about what I'm doing, it would be fine with me. But I don't need no 15, 20 people, mom and grandma, talking behind my back. Well, you know, I don't think that's right on that yard. And you, you don't even know where Genesis is. You said it was at the end of the Bible. So we're going to be talking about this. So I want you to get ready. I want you to get ready, okay? Now... Here's where I want you to understand. I told you before, I'm telling you now. We're going to be sitting down with a lot of you guys at the beginning of the year talking about your giving, your time, your talent, and your time. We done sat down. We done looked at it. We know what's going on. And now I need to ask you, what's up?
Do you think that's not Bible? If you think it's not Bible, just bring me the scripture. And we sit down and talk about it. Right? Now, now you, you, you know what? Uh, the, uh, the charitable organizations that um, ask you to donate and you donate to, you're good, right? Right? When you stop donating, then you're no longer a member. Y'all got quiet. But that's what they do, don't they? Hold on, I'm going to ask you again. When you don't give, you're not a member no more. I was listening to one radio station. And I, I was a part of uh, one radio station. I was giving. I got a little membership card. And when the next year rolled around, I didn't give. My membership card expired. And I, was no, and I wasn't able to get the what? Benefits. But here the church does it, then you go like, ah, but the wait a minute. We're supposed to walk by faith. We're supposed to give according to the word of God. He says give according to your what? Uh-uh. He said give according to your what? The increase. When you get an increase, you give. Well, Pastor, I didn't get no increase. I'm, I still got the same I've been making. I said, well, that's still an increase because you, you could not have it. Every time you get a paycheck, that's an increase. Increase from zero. Bring your time into the storehouse. Bring your talent into the storehouse. Bring your time into the storehouse. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going to have a good time now. No, 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 no. Say it like you were saying it when the choir had you, had you going in the glory of the Lord. Come on, come on, say it. Ah, oh, we're going to have a good time. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Because the Lord loves a cheerful. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, um, you know, you have to come to a point to realize something. You have to come to the point to say to yourself, my life is not where it needs to be. And I'm almost sure that everybody runs into that, whether you saved or not. You run into a point where you say, my life is not what it should be. Now, the reason why I say that, because we all have the spirit of God in us. It's just not connected, but we have a, a conscience. We have a conscience. And I don't care how well off you're doing or how not so well off you're doing, you know when your life is not doing so well. And to have a life that is doing well is not predicated on the fact of how much money you make or you don't make. It's not predicated on the fact that what your house looked like and the whole nine yards. It has something to do with you and inside of you. It has something to do within you. I can run around here and have a smile on my face and we're having a storm on my life inside. 
I can be dressed up in all the latest clothes, but man, inside of me, man, I, I'm, I'm so naked. There's no peace in me, even though I got your food. There's no joy in me, even though I got your food. Even though I come to church every day, all the time, I'm ripped up inside. And one thing I found out in life, you cannot stop the storms of life from hitting you. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody alienated from that. All of us are attacked. But see, when you have Christ, when you have Christ on the inside, no matter what comes, no matter what hard, yeah, you may back up a little bit, but, but you ain't going to fall down. You may sway. <laughs> you may sway a little bit, but you ain't going to fall down. I, I, you know why? Because if you call upon the name of the Lord, he said, you shall be Some of y'all here, some of y'all here, I, I just want to offer you something. You, you, you know where your life is. You, you know how your life is. But, but I got a solution for you. Christ says, if you believe that I am the son of God, that I died on your behalf, I rose from the grave. I sit on the right hand of my father and I look after you and, and I take care of you. If you believe that, then you shall be saved. Now, saved doesn't mean you won't have the storms of life. It means he will keep you while you go through. Keep you while you go through. I want to offer Jesus Christ to you. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? Your life, is, your life is like many of us. Inside, we were messed up. We wasn't right. It, it just don't, it, 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 something has to be done here. You're at that point now. I want you to know you're in the right place. Because Christ says, if you accept me. Well, uh, Pastor Huddle, how do I accept Jesus Christ? I know you're saying that. Can I tell you how you can do it? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? It, it, it's just as simple as this. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I accept you in my life. And I'm willing to change for you. That's it. 